just to make sure Facebook doesn't kick us out. All yeah, right. Got to please the masters. <laughs> so we are we are live. We are live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. No technical issues other than my my video seems to be flickering a little bit. And uh, oh well, we'll figure one out until next time. So um, all right, let's get started. Uh, good morning, friends, and thank you so much for joining us today. Um, for those of you who are uh, returning uh, to see us, thank you so much for your support. Uh, welcome back. And for those of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you for joining and put a thumbs up or some kind of a hello in the chat so we know you are new. Um, and thank you for your support again. And um, I want to encourage you to please subscribe to our YouTube channel or our Facebook page or our LinkedIn pages so you always get the alerts when we go live which is, by the way, every Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern on all of Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, as I mentioned. So uh, with the exception of, just to give you a heads up, for the week of Thanksgiving, we'll be going live on Tuesday, the 23rd. Um, that would be the only exception. Um, uh, all right, just to introduce myself, my name is Marie Teresian. I'm a certified public accountant and a chartered global management accountant. I'm an experienced auditor and a CFO. Um, and currently, my engagements, uh, you know, you know, help me. You know, I, well, the way I introduce myself usually is a CPA advisor and transformation coach for entrepreneurs, uh, small and mid-sized business owners. Um, I, I've uh, authored a couple of books. Uh, I have a, a short ebook um, called "The um, Business Owner's Guide to Operational Accounting," and I've put the link below so you can download it. It's free. Um, I've also written a second book. Uh, which is called uh, The Complete Guide to Business Growth, and you can find that on Kindle. Um, and the link is also um, in the chat. Um, a new thing I've worked on is a, a framework that I'm using to help visit my clients that are at a million dollars to get them to 10 million. It's called Valuation MT, which is uh, going to be copyrighted soon. So um, it's a very unique process that I'll be talking about at my next Network and Learn event. If you are in Miami and you have a million dollar business, please join me. Um, it's going to be in Coral Gables, and, I'll, and, and the, the link is also in the chat. Um, today with me is my friend and my colleague and the person that does all the taxes for my clients, and I don't know what I would do without him for the tax side of things, uh, and that would be Pedro Gonzalez, CPA. Pedro, great having you here today. Good morning, Marie, and good morning, everybody. Uh, Pedro Gonzalez, uh, CPA, business and tax strategist. Uh, our goal is to help our clients uh, uh, improve their cash flow, lower their taxes, and uh, develop a, a, a beautiful exit strategies to meet uh, your, your expectations. Uh, I have a link in there for a free ebook, uh, the Real Estate uh, Investor uh, Tax Strategy Guide. I'm also working on uh, an, another one that will get published in the area of uh, tax planning and uh, tax strategy so uh once that is ready i will invite you to to go and look at that one and again and the point is uh, how to maximize your tax deductions and take advantage of uh, tax strategy most of them uh get overlooked and missed by most uh, taxpayers yes absolutely and then you know as just to give a heads up on some of the things we've talked about in the past and for example last week we talked about um, self-employment uh, and then both on the employee, like not employee, like self-employed 
person, you know, the individual, and then the person that's hiring them as contractors. So that was a great subject we talked about last week. And so whoever wants to check out that one, please go back to, uh, I believe, episode number five. Um, so next uh, last week, and you can get that there. So today's conversation is going to be about tax planning. There's like this massive confusion about what tax planning is. And to make that clarification done, Pedro is going to walk us through why is it important? Uh, what is the general process? Just so you know, our audience gets a feel for it. And we're going to start tapping into some of the key areas. I don't think we'll have the time to do it all today, which is great because you guys can come back next week to listen to the rest. So, Pedro, could you kind of give us a, in general why is it so important and how is tax planning so different than tax filing? <laughs> right. So that's a very, very good question because there's, a, I, I would say, a lot of confusion and some people wonder why should I pay for a tax plan? So yeah. I hope by the today conversation, you gain a, a better clarification of the value behind tax planning. Uh, taxes can make or break, uh, could be a, a, a what we call a make or break factor when it comes to investments, business uh, deals, and retirement decisions. Uh, uh, really, tax uh, reduction, you know, it, it, it you begins with is with tax planning. That's where you're gonna find the, the tax saving. And as as I mentioned before, uh, taxes erodes uh, wealth. If you do nothing, you are overpaying taxes. And you know, and I was mentioning Marie that there's, and unfortunately, I don't have the the the, the link right now. But there was a study done just recently that a close to $1 billion is all in, in overpaid taxes. That's the average in the American that does not take advantage of taxes, uh, you know, tax uh, advantages that are provided to you and I, but they're not taking advantage of them. It is not the IRS responsibility to let you know, hey, Marie, you missed this deduction. Uh -huh. It's up to you and I to go and seek this, this information that is buried in thousands and thousands of pages to extract this information and apply it to your tax return. Now, yeah. what is the difference between tax planning and tax preparation? Because it's a good question, you know, that you brought up, Marie, and that is a it is a huge difference. You know, tax uh, planning is definitely not tax preparation. You know, some people assume that let's say you pay X Y Z tax preparer, and that in that process, uh, he or she is doing a tax plan for me. And that's not the case. You know, tax, tax planning is not tax preparation. Uh, it is a completely different mindset uh, when we're doing planning versus preparation. Tax preparation is simply preparing. The return, in essence, right. is a compliance process. It's, it's just preparing right. it and sending it to the IRS. You have a set of information, and then that right. information is going to go into a form, and we have to make sure that, yes, that we captured the information that is declared or being uh, 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 declared to the IRS that, you know, either be interest, dividends, uh, your W-2s, uh, you know, all of the sources of income are going into this form and that certain deductions are, are available to you. Right. That's it. That's, that's a preparation. Now, tax planning is the practice of using effective strategies. It's a strategy process. You're sitting down to delay or avoid taxes. Mm -hmm. uh, by taking advantage of provisions of the, that is available by tax law to to the benefit of uh, the, the taxpayer. So it's there. We just have right. to be able to extract it and then determine which one of those apply to you. And uh, 
So it, it, you know, we find ways to uh, accumulate uh, uh, wealth and, and speed up, for example, tax credits and tax deduction. You know, what we call a tax credit harvesting because there is tax credits available that are available to, you know, to most individuals. The thing is that they get, again, missed. Right. Tax credits is a powerful tool. You know, the wealthy uses those tax credits consistently. And the reason being that, you know, tax deduction is something you hear a lot. And I'm, I'm sure that you go through Google right now and they're going to be telling you that tips are the greatest tips to uh, lower your taxes. And you're going to see a lot of them are going to be talking about tax deductions. Nothing wrong with that. But you can see that there is a big difference. And this is part of the tax planning process is that there is also something called tax credit. Tax credit is a dollar for dollar reduction mm -hmm. on your tax liability. So a $500 uh, tax credit is a $500 reduction in your tax liability. Right. That's a deduction. If you, let's say, accumulate $1,000 of tax deduction, you bring those tax deductions to your uh, preparer, that's $1,000. You do not get a $1,000 reduction. It's going to be based on, let's say, what bracket. Or you hear the word. Right, right. Bracket. right. So right. you say that you're on the 20, I don't know, it doesn't matter, 20, 20%. So that $1,000 reduce your tax liability by 200 Not by 1000 but by Right. Right. So you see the difference. Why is that is important? Not only, yes, it's important to still maximize your deductions. Yes. But there's tax credits. And there's another study done that about 70% uh, of taxpayers do not use tax credit that are actually, uh, 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 they're entitled to use it. It's available, but they're not using it. 70%. Yeah. So wow. that's, that's a big number. It is a big number. Why, again, uh, you know, you and I had this conversation before uh, going online. That's why I feel so confident about the tax planning, our tax planning process, and yes. how we can help. And you know, when I tell them, listen, we even give you the money back because I know that there's going to be tax deductions in there. I mean, tax reductions for you because Absolutely. the majority of people are not taking it. Um, so again, uh, the tax planning is is a, is about strategy, strategies to delay and to mm -hmm. avoid taxes uh, legally. I mean, when, again, another confusion with people here, tax, you know, avoiding tax right. is not illegal. Yes, I know there's a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, incorrectly, uh, you know, there, you know, credits and whatever stuff done there incorrectly in a creative way. And I've seen some, right. for example, uh, I saw a tax return from one a, a client and you know i was reviewing to see if we would take on the client and uh one of the things i noticed was you know they had a schedule c for a business so i asked the the client i said well well do you have do you still have this business where's the business information so that i can review you know the financial records and the person said well we, we don't have a business i said well your tax return says you do uh so she, and so there was this massive fear in this poor person's soul i would say and at that point at that point i was like i said look you really have to go back to who did your taxes because i'm not taking it right now i do not want to deal with this yeah, yeah. go back and have it fixed because someone became very creative someone who doesn't know how to do tax planning correctly right. and they became very creative and put some expenses yeah. on this person's schedule c pretending they are part owner which they were not and then passed it through and the, the IRS hadn't caught it yet. It would only be a matter of time. 
So there's a wrong way of doing it and there's a right way of doing it. So we're doing it the right way, taking our time, going through a process, going through all the different checklists of what is available, what is doable, and when do we do it? So with that, why don't I open the, uh, the, the conversation about the process that we would follow um, you know, from, let's say, the initial meeting through implementation, you know, if you, if you can walk us through it. Yeah, the, the, the process, you know, can be broken down to very, you know, again, uh, kind of a global view of this is uh, sure, sure, sure. is uh, the uh, diagnosis of, of the situation. I mean, just to be able to sit down with the individual and diagnose the kind of what, where are you at at this moment? Right. You know, gathering information about your current situation, what are your goals um and then be able then from that point then becomes a, in essence the study process you know now we have a diagnosis about the, the current situation we understand in general about your goals where you want to be if you're here now where you want to be and then we start doing then studies i mean about you know like mm -hmm. i mentioned before about maximization of the, the tax uh, deductions utilizing a, a harvesting tax credit for this individual that we know based now that we understand your, your business or businesses, we can understand that you you have some tax credits here that you can use and what other strategies uh, utilizing that either uh, tax deferral uh, uh, plans, utilizing even insurances. And this is something sure. that we can discuss maybe later, but again, there's tools out there that can be used. Sometimes they're, they're uh, uh, vilified uh, because they say, well, they, this, this, for example, like the use of life insurance and tax plan, and a lot of people do not understand them and they don't see the value from an investment standpoint. You know, right. yeah, you try right. to pair that to, let's say your, your mutual fund performance, maybe the life insurance is not performing, but the life insurance provides you something that the mutual fund is not going to provide you again. We're trying is to determine what are the tools available Correct. to Correct. achieve the goal. You know what I mean? I, I tell people it's like uh, the guy that, that buys a McLaren and then says, "Well, it doesn't." And somebody says, "Hey, your car doesn't doesn't perform well gas-wise." True, but I didn't buy the McLaren to because of the gas efficiency. I bought it because it's right the purpose, a different goal in my life. When I bought this car, it was for a specific purpose. So when we're using life insurance, uh, we're using it for a specific purpose in, in the global, again, uh, spectrum of what we're trying to do of not only asset protection, but some other strategies that can go behind this in the process of utilization of resources that are not going to be taxable. So right. this is, again, you know, so we go from the diagnosis, we start doing the study, and then goes implementation. So kind of, uh, uh, I guess, uh, the, the three points, are, you know, again, summarizing it, that would be the process. We, you know, yeah. why it's not something that is just a, a, a couple punch of buttons, and that's why it's not, uh, <laughs> it's not a cookie cutter process. Like exactly. you say, well, I did Maurice, and Maurice, I'm going to apply to Joe. It doesn't work that way. That's why no. it takes time if you want it done correctly. You know what Absolutely. I mean? That's why when people approach us and say, hey, so what do you think? I don't know. I don't yeah. know if this will help you. The only way is diagnosing your situation, understanding your goals, then 
I can say, well, yes, this type of in, uh, investment, this type of uh, tool that you Google and you right. Google this and say, oh, yes, I can do this. Is it going to work for me, Marie? I don't know. <laughs> we don't know how <laughs> and what exactly you're trying to accomplish. In exactly. Exactly. And, and then one of the key things I think most people miss is that, you know, if you're a single individual in the age group of, let's say, 40 or plus, and then you have a business, the business is doing a million or more, you're in a very different kind of a consideration we got to look at versus a person that has a wife or, or let's say a husband or a person that has children. And so it just varies. Um, if the person is at a an older at an older uh, age bracket where they have a business they want to exit, um, and so those are all different pieces that need to be considered before we even come up with a plan of what it is supposed to be. So I think it's very important for 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 people to understand that there's there's no like you said no cookie cutter. There's no such thing as like there's one process and everybody follows the same. I mean in general there's key points as to like how we meet initially, how we gather information. Um, you know, the, the, the documents or financial data that we need to gather, you know, certain considerations we have to make, yeah, uh, yeah. set priority list, and then maybe implement. But that's that's very high level process. Uh, but each, each individual's specific um, tax planning strategies are going to differ based on when they are, where they are in their life plan, life stage. Um, and then, of course, tax planning is not a one-time event it's something that is continuous that again most people miss out on this um again because it's tied into the life stages what you had planned from let's say from today that would take care of things let's say for the next year or two maybe three years you know in about two years you want to start planning what tax changes happen what you know what is life changes happen what do we need to make adjustments on so it's not a one time and you're done it's just you know life is changing taxes are changing uh, rules are changing um so therefore tax planning is a continuous process just like tax uh, uh preparation and filing correct uh, you're right i mean that's another good point about the, the tax planning this i agree it's not a one-time event Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like uh, we have discussed also in the past about business planning. You know, I mean, when you right. look at the planning process, you go ahead and again diagnose, you do your research, and you implement. Now, another events happening in the process, and this is notorious of uh, of the tax uh, area. Is it, it, it is dynamic? It, it changes, right. and so because of that, you have to then uh, reposition yourself. Sure. So that, again, you're constantly taking advantage of what is available to you. Something that was available two or three years ago might uh, may have already expired, but exactly. new things are available now to you. And you exactly. have to now uh, capture those. Or an event in your life, maybe the tax law has not changed, but some events in your life have changed. So now we have to make modifications to that plan because now there have been certain events in your life that, you know, that, that changed. So based on that, we have to make modifications. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, we tapped in a little bit about the um, life insurance or other, you know, risk, uh, you know, uh, you know, sorry, risk management or asset protection type of thing. So just to dig in a little bit more on that area before we go on to discussing other stuff, and you know, just so we can stay within the time frame. So from a life insurance or other insurance uh, options that we may offer. I think sometimes there's a confusion between, well, if you're th- if you're saying to me 
that I need to have a life insurance or whatever, aren't you getting paid by the insurance company already? So this is a question that I'm sure a lot of people ask, and I want us to be able to clear that, clear that up. Um, you know, <laughs> let's, let's do that now, just so they, they feel comfortable that when they're paying for tax planning and maybe possibly, you know, they don't have life insurance and we offer them, then not offer them, like uh, explain to them they should do that as part of their planning process, that they realize that there's a difference here. We, we are not agents, correct? So, yes. No, that's, a, they get, that's a great, great point and something that needs to clarification. Now, I can only speak about us in here, you know, how we operate in our process. Now, yes. I know that there's also CPAs out there that might have uh, a, a, uh, a license for insurances, investments. Some CPAs are, are uh, in addition to uh, CPAs, they are also investment advisors. And therefore, they could also earn some commissions. Now, it is also uh, their responsibility to disclose that up front to the client. You, know you I mean? just said that, yes. <laughs> it's their responsibility to, the, to let you know that I, I will be earning some commissions in the process. Right. Now, our role, Alisa, the way that we operate more a fiduciary, we do not yes. get commissions. Uh, we have relationships with uh, people that we recommend because Absolutely. we have uh, developed alliances in the areas of uh, legal and investment, insurance, yes, we have those alliances to facilitate the process for our clients. But we are not uh, in any way telling you, you have to use these people. I mean, we recommend them because we are, there's already that synergy. Absolutely, we yeah. We basically know, we understand each other, we understand the processes, so it, it will become more efficient for you. Now, right. We do not get commissions or, or shared revenues. Uh, they each one is independent. The attorney is independent from us, and the, and the investment advisor. And that's why each one is a, his own profession. Most of the financial advisors that we work with are also fiduciary, meaning that they will also charge their own fees, and that's right. separate from the tax plan. The tax plan is, in essence, the, a, a, a strategy that when we're putting the the attorney, the insurance agent. The financial advisor into the picture that those elements are going to be the most tax advantageous uh, for you are you going to accomplish your your goal that you're trying to accomplish in life as far as uh, your asset protection and so on but the most tax advantageous for you and that's why the tax plan comes into play and and, and we highly recommend this to coordinate this uh with your you know with your attorneys and your uh, financial advisors and insurance agents because right. it's important that it's not like disjointed. You mean all these decisions, right, made right, right. and then it, you know nothing is being, uh, or at least it not. I shouldn't say nothing, but uh, the, you're not getting the most advantageous uh, uh, process. So the idea is to bring everybody together in coming right. up. Uh, you know the way I look, at least in the way that, that we approach it, we're basically kind of the quarterback. You know what I mean? There's different yes. players, yes. but we are in essence coordinating uh, certain moves that are in the end. Are gonna have because all of these moves that you're gonna make are gonna have tax uh, consequences. That's why we coordinate it in a way that's gonna be tax advantageous uh, for the client. Right, exactly. So instead of, for example, the client talking to the insurance person separately and the attorney separately, a state person, you know, instead of being disconnected. Um, when it's coming the strategy from a tax planning perspective, we kind of are guiding them through the right process. It's just a matter of talking to the right people and right. just getting that implemented. 
Correct. You know, and, and it's not, you know, I guess you can look at it, for example, when you go to a general practitioner, you know, the, the mm -hmm. medical field, you yeah. go to that doctor, that doctor has already probably done a lot of uh, testing on you, have requests of certain labs. He probably analyzed some some issues in, in your health. And now it's going to recommend you to go to certain, let's say, you know, a cardiologist. Right, so right. Coordination is what we're doing. We're gathering this information. Yes. We already have enough information about you that we could even meet with your attorneys, your financial right. advisor, and communicate with them in, in a way that is efficient also. Because at times, listen, not all of us understand the, the, the language, the jargon that we use. So right, right, right. what we can do and we do for our clients is that we also can communicate with the bankers, with the investors, with, you know, because we understand the language and we can communicate with them efficient. We can communicate what is in your head and the goals that you want. We can communicate that. Listen, this is what he or she wants. We'll, you know, and if you want us to be part of the meetings, we can go with you and help you communicate that message. Uh, so it becomes exactly what you want. Yeah. So, but going back to what you're saying about the commissions, no, you know, and again, in, uh, in our case, we do not get paid commissions. Uh, yeah. So I want to get that, you know, clear. Now, it does not mean that, again, I mentioned there's other CPAs out there. And sure. You know, they're responsible to disclose that to you. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So other than life insurance, from a perspective, like what type of insurances that, um, we might recommend, um, you know, any other insurances that you would you would think business owners should have that would help them out? And again, not from an insurance, we're not insurance agents, but I'm just saying from a what from a tax strategy, what other insurances would should they have in their yeah, business? Yeah, and that's a you know, it, it is uh, there's a, a, a wide range of type of different type of insurance out there. Yes. Obviously, you gotta go from the term. Uh, for example, which is a, a very common life insurance because it, it's just the protection of life. Now, what we try to do is uh, tax advantageous process. If you have, for example, you know, take the case of an individual that has maxed out the, the what he or she can put into an IRA, for example. Mm -hmm. And I want to continue. Uh, what else can I do, uh, Marie, to defer some some uh, because otherwise, if I don't, it's going to be exposed to additional taxes. How can I, you know, build up more assets that I can tax defer? Well, you can put something like in a whole life, for example. Got it. And, you know, I can put assets in there that I can tax defer. And not only that, I can, you know, that cash value, I still have access to that. Yeah, those, are, those are that strategy you see wealthy people doing. You know what I mean? And, and how is it that we talked last week about Elon Musk and, uh, you know, how, you know, people are hating on the guy. And again, I, I mentioned last time, and I'll say again, you know, don't hate on him. It just figure out what he's doing. Yeah. Because it's available to all of us. I mean, even the individual earning $50,000 a year has tax strategies for him or for her. You know what I mean? It just uh, might be a little bit different compared to the individual that is maybe in a half a million or $5 million. Or, you know what I mean? There's different strategies, but it's still yeah. the responsibility yeah. to see, okay, Marie, what do I have available? I make $50,000 a year. What can I do to lower my taxes? Right. Definitely. And that's what they do. You know, the Elon Musk of this world, that's what they do, the Jeff Bezos. And even, you know, you and I have talked about our friend, Dr. Cardone. You know what I mean? He has his <laughs> strategies. Yes. You know and so it's just different levels, different individuals that you hear names and you see, oh, so-and-so paid, uh, you know, 10% in taxes. How can it be? He said he's a trillionaire. Yes. Right. Because part of that is that wealth is not all in the, in the bank account. 
what he did exactly my yeah. strategies he has it in real estate he has it in life insurances he has it in stocks and guess what none of that is taxable you know what i mean so he, what he's doing is accumulating assets remember last week i told you that capital assets is the wealthiest friend you know the, the wealthy yes. capital assets is their friend why because i can create all these different pools i still have access i can borrow against those assets of and course borrowing is you know tax uh it's not taxable event but i you know i'm not gonna go and bore you with all of this but you know these are the kind of things that we can do for our client and we do for, for our sure. clients, and that process of diagnosis and and then study what vehicles are available to you depending on your circumstances based on, on what life cycle you're in uh, at this moment in developing strategies that you can maximize your deductions yeah yeah absolutely and then so some of the other strategies and i don't know if we'll have a time to completely talk about it but we can start the conversation is you know you mentioned uh, retirement plans from the ira or any other ones because you know for example some people may have a 401k at you know with their employer but then they may have a side gig you know as a self-employed individual or they just made the switch and they really don't know what to do and you know you know from a tax planning uh, perspective what are some of the options they might have to go into a retirement you know setup retirement plan setup yeah uh, when it comes to the the topic of uh uh plans uh there is uh different types of of, of program again most of the people are not aware that in addition to the IRA, which is is very common, you know, people, yeah. you know, but there's, for example, non-qualified plans available. Now, again, what we're trying to develop strategies, it's not only about the tax deduction. Yes, some of these plans you cannot deduct the contributions, like an Correct. IRA. But if you already maxed out your your level of income, listen, even if you were able to put money into that, you cannot deduct it because your income is so high. Right, right. You know, so you're wasting your time. You know what I mean? So when I hear this kind of advice, it's like, yeah, you know I mean, go <laughs> put money there, but he's not going to benefit. Right. So, and also the amount that they can put is limited. Now, that that, that tool is available for somebody else that can maximize. Yes. But there there's a different, you know, there's a CERP, uh, Supplemental Executive retirement, retirement Plan. A lot of people don't, don't, don't know about that. You know what I mean? There's a, a CERP plan, uh, plan that, that you can use for uh it's a deferred uh, compensation structure plan and allows you to stash an, an, another set of monies that mm -hmm. you cannot put into you you know you already maxed out your 401k you cannot put money into your ira well that's a for example a serp and then again we can go on and we don't have to <laughs> right. talk, but just to let you know that there's other yeah and i think that's at least the awareness of, i wanted to at least uh you know that you and i wanted to bring to to the listener is that there, you know, there is tools out there that most likely you're not uh, aware of. And, you know, I'm not here to to poo-poo on, on other CPAs, but listen, a lot of them are not prepared for this. You know, you and I have taken a different approach yes. in our careers. You know what I mean? We're, we are more about consultative and we can collaborate with other CPAs if they want to be able, what I call more transactional CPAs. You know, the transactional CPA that does the bookkeeping, and it's very good at the debits and credits, you know what I mean? Yes. And there's a, the transactional tax preparer. And I tell people tax preparation is not tax planning. Very yeah. good at tax preparation. It will make the, the, the return very accurate. And we need those people. And they're great. And I mean, Absolutely. Awesome, you know what I mean? But you're not necessarily getting tax plan from them. 
And most likely is that this individual is very good at getting your tax return done and done on time, but it's possible that they're not getting you the, the, the all of the tools that you have available. Yeah, and especially because, you know, uh, you know, especially from a business side of things, um, you know, there could be financial projections, for example, in one of our clients, you know, I, I'm, I'm working on the financial projections where the business is going and that type of projections is what we could use towards the tax planning side and saying, okay, now the tax planning is not for just now that right now this year, it's about when are we planning? How is this going to happen next year and the year before? So it's a, a, a forward looking, um, you know, to, to at least two years out. So. So absolutely. So, but it looks like we're we're done with our you know about the thirty minute segment, and uh, I know there's a lot more we want to cover with the, within the tax planning keep areas that we we take into consideration. So, uh, we'll leave that for next week. So, those of you who've been watching us, thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channels, uh, Facebook and LinkedIn, and we will see you next Thursday, ten a.m. live. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.